I'm Ruben. I'm Adamio, aka Adam the Fifth. Uh, I'm Ruben Lahore the Seventh. And, and uh, together we're Peking Duck and uh, we're a dance music outfit, perhaps a duo, if you will, from Canberra, Australia. We met at a skate park. And, and we aspire uh, to be big, fun groovers. And yeah, we just started making music together. Uh, both had similar influences of rock and roll and hip hop. And Don't answer all my questions, guys. This is the intro. <laughs> yeah. Adam and Ruben, we're dance music producers from Canberra. Boom. Lift the room. Push your pull. Hey, I hope you're a Haiku Hands fan after last week's chat. If you weren't already, thanks for all your feedback. I loved it as much as you did, it turns out. I love those girls. Make sure you just stay stalking their socials to see where you can see them live next because live, they are just epic. Well, here we are, episode four, with the best thing to come out of Canberra since roundabouts and Fishwick adult shops, Adam Hyde, Ruben Styles. You know them as Peking Duck. Now, I've been loose at their shows and sometimes even looser with them. They need no real introduction, as you know, but I can't think of two nicer blokes in the business, seriously. So generous with their time, so giving on stage. I mean, if you've ever seen a duck show, you will remember it for the rest of your life. I've seen them do DJ sets. They play the Tivoli in Brisbane. I still think one of the most memorable shows of my life where they did a Celine Dion, My Heart Will Go On rendition and the whole place was pumping. And of course, their career-defining set at Splendour in the Grass, which we'll cover here. Get to know the boys like I do over a few cans. This is Peking Duck. Now, Adam and Ruben, Canberra, as we heard in the intro, who locked eyes with who first? How did this journey start back then? Well, we both locked eyes with a girl and uh, and we both dated her, potentially at the same time. We still haven't uncovered this mystery. Yeah. Um, but it was because of her that when I met Adam at the skate park, I was like, hey, are you Adam Hyde? And he was like, And yeah. I was like, are you Ruben Styles?" And then it was like, hey, we're uh, both dating this chick. We both chick. dated that that's oh, true story. Girl. True story. It's pretty Canberra funny. Girl, it's, a, it's a funny one. Yeah. <laughs> Canberra guys, too. Don't Canberra you know? guys. Oh, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, no, no. Not, whoa, not whoa, this whoa, day whoa, and age. What are you saying? No, it's in like we were dirty <laughs> yeah. dogs as well. Oh, yeah, of course. No, yeah. I get it. Um, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. No, it's pretty crazy how that, that was actually kind of how we met was, yeah, through that strange situation. Yeah, like, yeah this threesome's great. Let's get rid of her, though. Yeah, let's make this a twosome. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess we just kind of clicked. We had such similar interests. Yeah, from exactly. there, it just made like sense. Playing to guitar, it. we were both at the skate park. And, and what year was this? Uh, 2205. 2205? How do you... Mm, oh, yeah, 05. What's numbers? Two, what's, <laughs> 2005. Probably 2004. It would have been earlier than that, I would think. year eight, I guess. Oh, yeah, year eight. So 2004. Yeah. I'm I'm really bad with dates post Y2K. Dude, it gets confusing. Yeah. <laughs> it does. It, it does. Yeah. Dude. Maybe the Y2K bug was real. <laughs> I, I kind of wanted it to happen. I, was a bit, I remember that New Year's Eve. I was in Hobart. And I went, ah. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> All the numbers didn't reset to zero. Okay, so the girl's out of the picture. Yeah, she's gone. What was the thing that sparked the music? Camera's a very small place. We'd seen each other around prior, but... Then we started partying together, and you know when you start partying, you sh- you you're playing music, and you you kind of get a vibe for what that person is about. And it was a good time for like for both of us. We'd both been learning guitar, and we knew that when we met each other, we we're like, oh yeah, you're learning guitar, yeah, we're learning guitar. And we're like, it was just at the time that Blink had come out, and we we're in year eight, so obviously 
we were both learning every Blink song we could. And, and also things like, you know, bands like Megadeth and yeah. Pan- Pantera, Pantera and Slayer. And, and Metallica, of and course. And Metallica, of course. Yeah, they were like, because, you know, if you're sitting down in your room playing guitar all day, it's like you want to try and shred. Yeah, exactly. Then we went to the same college. And That's uh, right. we'd drive around in Ruben's car all day. And Listening night. to The Strokes and Akon. It was a yeah. weird combination. Oh, my God. The, Strokes. Well, the Strokes, one of my favorite bands of all time. Yeah, Akon, yeah. possibly the worst. Well, we were listening to Akon, ironically, <laughs> we listening, yeah. to the point where we actually were yeah. addicted to it. Is that the one that's like, you're beautiful girl? Yeah, yeah, is that Akon? No, nah. that's Sean Kingston. Nah, it was what's, the, what's Akon? Akon uh, you can put the blame on me. Nobody want to see us together, but it don't matter, no. Cause I got you, babe. Yeah, what a tune. Have you crept Akon into any sets? Do you obviously- want to know what's crazy? I was at a party the other <laughs> night and I, t- and I looked next to me and it's Akon. And I go, that's fucking Akon. Dude, and he was at a party. How do you reckon? We were at just the other Yeah, in Sweden. In, he was in, in Stockholm. Was he? Stockholm. Yeah. Did you recognize Akon? No, everyone was just talking about him. and then Everyone's like, like yeah, that's Akon, that's Akon right How there. Could you and we're like, oh, Akon. that is Akon. Akon I, could, just, I couldn't pick him up in the lineup. I'm not going to lie. Akon, um, <laughs> Akon is uh, starting his own city named Akon. <laughs> That's not really? a lie. That's not a lie. <laughs> and also, how, the, what do you? How do you start your? Where in, in Africa? Portugal. Oh, okay. He Can you start a city? He's starting a country. That's what uh, our friend Elephant was talking about once upon a time. She's like, yeah, yeah, you just buy a castle in Portugal these days. It's easy stuff. And it I'm is. like, what? <laughs> and she goes, yeah, we'll just build a community around it. Get then electricity. You country, you know, and then, and then you, know. you got a city. And then we'll have our own city. And I'm like, um, I think a lot of that is okay. crazy talk. I'm keen. I well, love the Vatican the, did that. Sure. Yeah. Let us build a wall somewhere in Rome or Italy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> somewhere. Let's say, let's say Italy. Italy. Let's, let's say Italy. I got but through 30 seconds of the two popes. I was like, it's not for me. <laughs> it's not for me. I'm not into it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so the strokes, that we would be listening my, to that yeah, right. nonstop. And yeah. also uh, Dr. Dre's Chronic 2001. Um, was well, that was also, that, yeah. Uh, that was getting the heavy rinsing and Snoop Dogg's uh, Doggy Style. And it was kind of like, the thing with Dr. Dre's album was the production just slapped so hard. I mean, still to this day. Yeah. You can't deny yeah, the I level feel like of quality of all the production on that album. Around that time as well as like on the Strokes tip as well, there was also all that Arctic Monkeys and the new, like the early, early Kings of Lamb stuff. Mm, totally. Which uh, that and yeah, Snoop and Dre and everything like that really shaped our teenage years. Yeah, completely. for sure. So then from that, that we then turned 18 and... uh we had a mutual friend who kind of gave, he gave us like, he burnt like these CDs with all this Fidget House music. It was called Fidget House back then, I guess. Now yeah. It's kind of like and there was two songs in particular, which we were just like, whoa, that's insane. And one of them was, I love the bloody beetroots by the bloody beetroots. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then another one I was, the love to edit by Crookers. And the Crookers Sick. remix of Day and Night, which ended up like, oh, yeah, I know that. after yeah, yeah. that, after we heard that, it was it was like about six months or so afterwards, it actually became one of the biggest songs in the world. That was huge. And we were like, holy dooly, this dance music stuff is like getting big. And uh, Yeah, and then we just threw ourselves deep into that world and just got so, it was so exciting because yeah. all the music was being made at that exact moment and the culture behind it was such a raw, yeah. it, it was kind of like, it had a punk vibe to it because that's it wasn't, it. It wasn't we watching heaps into. of dj duos go up and sweat and they had like you know 
long hair and and they were just like well, Swedish House. <laughs> I remember Swedish House Mafia at the yeah. Sydney my my music bowl yeah. in Melbourne, and I wouldn't have listened to one of their songs at home. Yeah, but what an incredible show! Yeah, I haven't I haven't actually seen them, but yeah, the like at like the the guys like Bloody Beatrice and yeah. Fake Blood and Justice Justice and Crooked. It, it had this um, element that Mastercraft. Major, major yeah. It was labels. all like leather jackets and just real. Rock and roll, they, like they were smoking ciggies while standing. It was like this it is, just looked like something yeah. we wanted to be doing. Also, <laughs> major, like, major that labels is dope, and yeah. they they sounded sick. And the music was just just thrash. It was heavy. It was hard. And we were like, all right. The culture behind it also had a huge influence on us because, it, like I was saying before, it, it felt punk and everything. But like major labels weren't really tapped into it either, so it didn't have this clean polish over it. Everything was just like word of mouth club mm. vibe and, and something and about blogs. that when you're young it really like was, yeah. the blog house days where like there was that thrash electro sound going around which was huge in our worlds but it felt special to us because not everyone was into it and yeah so we, we really like it felt super special to us and dirty little secret uh. <laughs> <laughs> and we were obsessed with so many dj duos that we were yeah. just like Hell yeah! This so is then, so, one of them. So Let's then, so start making the, tunes as a DJ. So then, what, well, how do you, how do you start making tunes? Because I've I've been into music forever, but I've never kind of passed that next mm. kind of hurdle of going. Well, let's go buy a laptop yep. or a guitar or yeah. So we had no idea what we were doing previously, though. <laughs> before the electronic music had touched our eardrums, it yeah, was, we were making songs. Ruben was in a lot of bands. Uh, what kind I of was, bands were you in? Were you in like I was in some emo bands. <laughs> But and, you were in a band that was doing really well. And that? then a couple of indie rock bands that had fully based and modeled sound off like Kings of Leon, Arctic yeah. Monkeys and yeah. stuff like that and and stuff that we just loved at the time. And yeah, and Adam was like in a couple of uh, hip hop crews doing some, was rapping. I was doing some funny stuff, man. <laughs> I was doing some real wacky shit. So we kind of like, I mean, the the way that I was doing it was on computers and stuff, but I'd never dive deep into production whatsoever, but. We we, yeah, we, we got decided this, like, let's program. give it a go. You know, and, uh, like why not? What if we don't really have much to lose? We didn't have much at all to begin with anyway, so it kinda just it was like let's give So it a go. we got this like program uh reason which turns out you can't do much on. And uh it was one day now in you particular. Can. Was, now you can. This was back in back in the day. In the two thousand and five. Yeah, um, just two thousand yeah, twenty five. Probably <laughs> the yeah, twenty five. Double seven five. The roaring twenties. Yeah. And we are uh, we got these programs and we we're just trying to do anything and just make sounds, make songs, put them on MySpace, put them everywhere, and whatever we could do. But nothing was actually that dope, and uh, nothing was good. But that's the way it is. But that's it? the way it is. That's how you learn everything. Yeah. Um, mm. And we we're watching like the odd YouTube tutorial on like how to do something here, how to do something there. Yeah. And um, YouTube, by the way, is how to learn everything in life. Well, Straight except up. except a bow tie, because I was at a really? wedding once, where I had to tie my own bow tie, yeah. and maybe it was the champagne, but it just didn't happen. Yeah. So I just had that kind of like disheveled Did you like watch Frank Sinatra look. Yeah, I was trying. Yeah, and it didn't work. <laughs> no. But the disheveled looks cool. Anyway. That's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It looks great. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's like I meant to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm just a messy guy. <laughs> yeah, Good know. statement. I just don't care. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Nan, that's Groovy Tim, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's what all Wait the kids said. <laughs> Nan, look at the man. Wait for his speech. He's wild. Yeah, he's wild. Look at his side. Oh, no, he's just drunk. Yeah. So we, anyway, there was this one point where we were like, hey, there's heaps of people actually making music in Canberra, notably at the time, the Aston Shuffle. But we uh, we knew that they were like, they were like 
big influences to us at the time. And so they were working with people that we saw as gods. Yeah, They'll like the bloody beetroots and all those. Working with them. People. And how much older were they? Like what? Were, how were they? Uh, they operating? were like a few years older, maybe five or ten. Maybe and, um, five years. Yeah, older five years older. But it felt like a whole world away. But they were just like yeah. gods in our eyes. Yeah. So we uh, we wanted to like you know get to know some of the Canberra community that were making music at the time and. We got in touch with this one particular producer, Ben Collin, who uh, was on Vacation Records, which was owned by Bass Clef at the time. He used to play and make music with like Tommy Trash and all those guys. And anyway, it was really cool stuff. And uh, we got in touch with him because we heard he was from Canberra. And mm. so he uh, actually replied and said, hey, yeah, I actually just live in Hackett, which is where Adam lived. And he only lived three doors down from Adam's house. Yeah, it was insane. It was insane. coincidence. Yeah. So he came over to my house and we had this little studio set up. And he he showed us uh, how to use this this other program called Ableton where he just like literally was like grabbed the broom and started scratching the wall and recorded it. And then a second later, that broom sound was in the laptop and we were just turning it. He was like manipulating it, making it into all these things he goes actually nah this is going to work best as a hi-hat and then like just chopped it up so it was like and it just sounded dope and we're like holy dude that was just a broom a second ago yeah and we're just straight away we're like okay this guy we got to get on this is the messiah let's go to bunnings let's get a broom yeah and so we everything about him was just cool he was just a cool dude as well like his whole swag and his vibe but it was like okay this dude this is the guy. And, and then we knew straight so away that we'd be So we just started trying clicking. to sit in on watching him make his own music and having just like watching him was so, so amazing. We learned so much and eventually, yeah, we were just like, okay, we need this program. We need to start doing that and getting these software plugins that I think like synthesizers that are just software synths, not real synths that you can just use in your programs. And like we got very into it, very obsessed to the point where we had songs. Yeah, uh, that was yeah. the beginning. The yeah, I'll never forget the moment when I kind of like started playing on Ableton. It was, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get away from my laptop screen for I think a solid. Neither of us did for like months on end. Yeah, like that. Our friends would throw parties and we'd actually just we'd literally be just in rock room. up and just yeah, yeah just right. go on. We were full nerds just and it was like with the laptop. Yeah, yeah. So Ableton kind of saved our lives in a way. I think <laughs> shout out Ableton. <laughs> so what was the song then that you first decided was good enough to send off? Well, ah, there was actually we uh, thank you. We'd ended up making, <laughs> we'd ended up making. I think there was four. There's four songs, four on, songs. A, on an EP that uh, that we decided. We One of them had the Adam covers. rapping on it. Actually, it did. Is there any way? It, does it exist anywhere? Can it we doesn't. hear a little bit? It of actually it? doesn't. It only existed on CDs that we were making and handing out at like at club gigs. Yeah, and, right. Uh, we we bought a CD printer. So now we that we've actually print- decided to buy a bar in Melbourne, if you type in the bar, the name of the song was The Bar or To The Bar. Yeah. But we decided to <laughs> invest in a bar in Melbourne. And now Literally just says- to erase the internet content of the song. Yeah, that's how far we've gone. Wow. Yeah. It says a lot about how bad that song is. <laughs> All right, so they're not that song then. What was the, that, what was the first anyway, song? Anyway, those four songs got yeah. us then uh, Hugh Foster, this promoter in Canberra. Legend. Sent out the four songs to all the, like, the indie dance labels in the country and like I think we got a bit of interest from a few of them and then eventually Vicious hit us up who had Avicii at the time and we were like, oh, these guys are like the real deal. They were and they were Melbourne with Ministry based of Sound. Turak or South Yarra or something. Yeah. And they had a Vici and we were like, 
all right. And Avicii at that time, he wasn't... He wasn't, he, like, big at that time. He was time, kind of underground, but, super cool at that time he, as at well. at the time, he was, like, big in our world, but no yeah. one else knew him. Yeah, right. It was pre-levels of Avicii. Mm. And, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, he dropped uh, levels and became the biggest thing in the world. And it was about that time that we were like, all right, Vicious is interested. This is happening. Let's just start, you know, trimming back our hours at the cafes that we're working at and spending more time just making songs. And and we started doing that. Yeah, totally. Eventually, uh, we had a first single ready to go called Bingo Trippin'. Yeah, and, uh, and that was the first song we ever released. Yeah, super clubby track, just like the stuff we were listening to you at the time. You can play a second Yeah, of let's, that. Have, let's do a little bit of that. Bingo it's, uh, tripping. It's not good. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> but let's walk down memory lane. We've got 15 seconds of audio that we're illegally allowed to play. This is embarrassing. Such a frantic song. <laughs> is this an official clip or is this? Nah, no. This is, we didn't do a clip for this. Someone did. Someone did, yeah. Bingo. Alright, that's legally probably enough. It's just Oh yeah, 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 true. But that was a good that was a that was a plugged into the Yes, I'm I'm getting the thumbs up. Oh nice, cool. Yeah, yeah. All the people on that side. You guys hear that piece of shit? (laughs) You guys getting that in there? (laughs) Thumbs up from the record company. That's it. (laughs) All right, so when do you leave Canberra? When when is the the next not that I'm saying that's No, that was that really was the next uh that was the next step, yeah. yeah. Ruben told me he's like, I'm going to Sydney, you have to come. And if you don't come, I'm gonna make you come. And I was like, All right, well, yeah. And you came. And yeah. um, I jumped on a Murray's bus. All over Sydney. I mean, to, to, <laughs> to Sydney. <laughs> to Sydney. I jumped yeah. on a Murray's bus from Canberra to Sydney. And uh, we moved in with- um, With Golden Features, actually. Well, I think I saw, was it an intern at Wild FM years mm. and years ago? Oh, wow. And I think wow. that's where your studios there were, right by Central Station. Is that right? Right. Yeah. In Sydney? They but were- we had Or were you there. just there? Because- uh, The ones like uh, in- Haymarket, yeah, next to the McCure, yeah. Golden Features was there as well, right? Yeah, yes. That, that yeah. was what I was trying to. So get they, to. I, so we moved into this house with Golden Features and a legend. In, uh, yeah, it was like around near UNSW. Yeah, um, yeah. was the house with uh, Golden Features, and and it was cool for us because we'd gone from you know dark and gloomy Canberra, uh, minus ten degree winters, to this like just sunshine city yeah. and we were like this is crazy we're going to the beach and stuff and bought a convertible yeah it felt well, <laughs> we, we didn't have no any money, money. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We, uh, you, you saw convertibles we had we saw, them. We we saw go, them. I've never seen that <laughs> like, what are they doing <laughs> yeah, I know it's just mad what are they doing it rains <laughs> and they're like no, no it doesn't rain <laughs> oh is this burning man <laughs> <laughs> Are and we uh, on the plier? <laughs> <laughs> it was sick though because it started to uh, change our sound a bit. Like our first ever gigs were at Chinese Laundry, and oh, that's it- the place that you. If anyone doesn't know, listening, I, I'd been there once or twice, and yeah. you you walk in feeling really cool, and then you get tossed out at Darling Harbour. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you're there with all the tourists who are having a latte and oh, having yeah. a, little, a little lap yeah. around the aquarium yep. and stuff. Yeah, you're yeah, like, oh, yeah. This it's wasn't uh, what it was like when I walked in. Yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> That's, uh, I mean, that place is, you know, an institution. Is it still there? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Still going, man. It's still going strong. I think it's just called Laundry now. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, politically not, correct. Oh, true. Probably. <laughs> oh, no, it's just got just something, <laughs> a Chinese character and okay. then Laundry. Okay. Does it? Oh, I go. think so. maybe that's just on the door. We drove past it today and I was like, oh, maybe yeah. that is just a Chinese launch. But our yeah. dream, we don't think, you know, this was the stuff of myths and legends was ever, the concept of us even getting a gig of Chinese laundry was very, 
That's right. That was our dream. Like yeah, when that's we all we wanted. at Canberra, we were like, oh, yeah. Aston Shuffle play at Chinese Laundry. Yeah. That's sick. We need to play there one day. Yeah. And then eventually we got to play at Chinese Laundry. Eventually we moved to Sydney and eventually we uh, experienced sunshine. We're like, you know what? We should make music that like you can listen to in the daytime or the nighttime. Yeah. Yeah. That you can listen to in the club or in the car. Not the in-between time, which was Chinese laundry time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. time is it? Yeah, totally. Just not to look. And, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we, we actually started really, you know, the club test was the most important test for any new song. It was tested out whilst DJing. But then uh, we started including the car test. Yeah. And yeah, right. uh, including the... Uh, or the tandem bike test. Yeah. How do you test now, though? Like, without skipping too far ahead. We, but how are you, are you still popping up in clubs? So you, I, the car test is now a really good one. But also, like, the UE Boom test even now because, oh, like, yeah. lots of people Bit are listening. The car, the car <laughs> test is most effective, though, because you're, you're, you're moving. Experiencing it, you're yeah. experiencing it. You experience other things. lots of music. Yeah. yeah. And especially in particular, uh, it opened our, you know, door to, like, because we were always listening to radio in the car. It was like, oh, this sounds cool in the car, just like all these other songs we just heard on the radio. And so I guess I guess that's maybe where radio first got interested was like with the song The Way You Are. Uh got picked up by a few stations here and in New Zealand and yeah. and it was like, Oh, this is cool. It's really opened up a, a new demographic of I guess not just sweaty dudes in clubs, but uh also Couple of chicks, man. Couple, couple of chicks. Couple, couple of chicks, man. No, <laughs> just, it, just, it people, just people, all yeah. sorts of people. Just people in people that don't listen in clubs and people yeah. that like yeah. listen to people music actually all have, over the place. Yeah, that they go to sleep at like a reasonable time. And Can it we was, play 15 seconds of that? Are you able to yeah. get a little yeah, bit of that up for us? Just so for people playing at home. All right, I'm going to go to the drop. Yeah, because we only got 15 <laughs> seconds, big dog, make it count. There we go. You knew when it was, too. And that's, you know, that's a song called The Way You Are. Yep. And that, uh, that definitely like kind of changed things for us because it was that, like, it's yeah. fun to make, it's fun to listen to and people are really responding to it. You know, there's no real negatives here. So let's kind of like. It was cool. Yeah. And like, it, that was the first song we had uh, people reaching out on Twitter and all sorts of places like Dan Carter, the ex-captain of the All Blacks hit us up on Twitter and was like, love this song. And we were like, whoa, yeah, that's dope. Let's yeah. let's make more guitar inclusive songs. Let's incorporate our earlier roots like Adam's hip hop and and guitar and everything. Well, for anyone who's seen you live as well, like I mean, is it multi instrumentalists? Like you are you you're the masters of, of many trades. You're on keys. <laughs> I'll take that. You're jumping off amps shirtless, but you're also playing yeah. drums. You're playing bass. You're playing guitar. Sometimes with pyrotechnics. Sometimes yep. without. Yeah. Like. We've we've got many trades, but we're masters of none. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. absolutely. It's like spread real thin. Just know, sort yeah. of medium oh, at everything. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's all right. <laughs> oh, Thank I was, you. I was taught that on on radio once. Someone said you don't have to really know anything. You just have to know three things about yep. everything. There you go. But don't know. Don't know. You know everything don't do a master's degree. Yeah. Yeah. Don't waste your time on one subject. Yeah. Just uh, exactly. Second. You know. Oh. <laughs> just dip. Looking your- for a sponsor for the podcast if anyone's keen. Um, <laughs> just dip your toes called? in the ocean here yeah, and there, Balta. and you know, Balta, what? Balta. Oh. Balta, Mick Fanning and Co. Oh, cool! Oh, nice. Shout out Fanning. Yeah, mm, lovely. Kind enough to join us. Thanks on the t- we'll, we'll blur that out though if they don't sponsor. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> Bloody oath. So what about so you're talking about people <laughs> hearing your songs and responding? Yeah. Um, is that how collaboration started, or do you then start going? All right, maybe we need a vocal here. Maybe I like this person, you like that well, person. Do you want to know what's funny? That because I found this uh, the sample in that song that I love the way you are. That's a sample from uh, this like Miami Soul mixtape thing that I found. And then after that, I was like, okay, cool I just artist keep- though, Little Beaver. Yeah, yeah. Check out Little Beaver's music. Okay. And then I Real was dope. like. I want to just sample on everything because I feel like that's cool. And like a lot of Daft Punk records do that and a lot of like Fatboy Sim records yeah. do that. So I kept going through samples, but then Ruben's like, let's try and do, like, let's try get an actual original vocal on there. And then we did a song called Feels Like and we got Josh Moriarty from Miami Horror. That's he jumped right. on board, um, which was great. And then after that, we were like, okay, cool, this could work. And then Hire came about, which really changed everything for us. Yeah, totally. Adam had this beat on his laptop and was like, check this out. Uh, one day he had like an epiphany where he slowed it down and it just sounded huge and we we're like, far out. Let's uh, let's send this straight to Nicole Miller uh, because we'd been listening to her on this uh, Cosmos Midnight song. I don't know what the song is, but mm. uh, yeah, eventually she wrote back and was like, I would love to try some stuff. Like send over heaps of ideas, and then we could like sift through them. And and so we uh we got through them and took and it. To it was the, massive, wasn't it? Like it was. It yeah. changed everything. Yeah. for us. Yeah, it fully changed everything for us. We were overseas. Like we we released it, then went to uh, South by Southwest, and then to WMC, which is like uh, Miami Music Party Week. Spring break, pretty much in Miami. Yeah, sounds it's awful. Wild. It is uh, just laptops <laughs> and lanyards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Conference rooms. Yeah, oh, yawn. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was nuts. Yeah, you literally was. every single hotel had a pool party every single day. Yeah, and and, and you'd have and night mm, and, and you'd have clubs like yeah, just Tiesto and Diplo and Avicii and every single DJ in the world. Skrillex, all of them just, just playing it every too much, doing like twelve sets each a day, and it was just madness. And uh, and we didn't really know what was going on, yeah, <laughs> because we were getting amongst it. <laughs> yeah, of course, and uh, if this is the business, well, yeah. I'll try it. Yeah. Right, this is cool. <laughs> they call me a businessman, baby. <laughs> That's it. And uh, amidst the looseness, we got sent a screenshot of the iTunes chart, and it had high in the top ten, and we were like. Who, who made this? This is a genius. Yeah, which is like genius Photoshop. This is genius yeah. Photoshop. We, we actually we didn't believe it. Like at nah, all. not at all. And uh, we're like, oh, we should put that. We on should celebrate. Media. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's celebrate. We've been celebrating for yeah. two weeks. And uh, and we got back to Australia like two weeks after that, and went to our get. We went straight, I think, from Miami to Perth, and went to the club. And for the first time, we'd played that club before. It never had a line. Mm. And uh, we're pulling up, and we're like. Oh, looking at the line, it was like 80 meters long. We're like, who's on tonight? What's going on? <laughs> They're like, nah, just you guys. Just We're like, you guys. Why is there a line? They're like, oh, you have no idea. It's it's messed up how many people are coming tonight. We're like, what? Yeah, we're like, what wait, why? Feeling. Yeah, it was For crazy. us? They keep it. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. You just like, you yeah, go, yeah. You go up in tone. <laughs> what? Me? Yeah, yeah. What? I say, what? <laughs> and it, uh, yeah, that night was, you know, it was, it really changed everything for us because we're like, oh, Shit, like like we were saying before, it was it wasn't just club rats anymore. It was people and people from all different walks of life and all work. Life. It was crazy work lines, and it was, it was it was crazy. It was insane. And then that from then forwards changed everything. We started well, getting books. Such, well, yeah, and you put such an emphasis. I think like the best live show 
I've seen. Like I think it was 2017 Splendor in the Grass. Oh. And I think Thanks, brother. you may have even said to me a few weeks or months before we have no choice. This has to be the biggest thing we've ever done. Yep. Or something. Yeah. Not- it was, it was, that's sort of how we felt at the time. We, we'd been DJing, I guess, seven years at that stage. And I normally don't remember stuff after Splendor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I went, 2017 Splendor is, is- That's the one. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. dude. That was you massive. a good memory, brother. Yeah. yeah we are. We yeah, that's- uh, Yeah, we, we had to. And we always wanted to make it live as well. It was just like we didn't really- know how to kind of go about it or like the dream of turning it into a live band yeah it sort of started soon after high we were like we could probably do that one day totally because the music we were making prior to that you know it was just club music and then it became less and less clubby and more and more just songs Mm. and now i guess yeah it's like a band yeah and and i guess another test now is not just the car test or the UE boom, baba-da-boobity-boo <laughs> test. Got a lot of uh, letters in there. But also the, if this got covered by a different style, would it then still be a good song test? Yeah, right. Like, that's, I mean, it's a, it's about the song more than anything now. True. Mm. And people have the best time at your shows. Even even when you were doing your Celine Dion Titanic stuff, <laughs> you can almost do anything. Dude, that, <laughs> and it, it just no, man, that was so funny. With my face... <laughs> Photoshopped onto Kate Winslet. Yeah. And I- it was edited so well. It was the best. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that's funny you mentioned that because now we do. Are you allowed to do that now? Uh, no, we weren't allowed to do it then, but we did it. But no one sued us. Thank you so much for not suing us. Thanks, Celine. We like to have fun with it all because at the, at the end of the day, we never take ourselves too serious and yeah. we never take the whole like process of it all too seriously, nor like the way we want to portray ourselves in the show because we're not serious dudes ourselves. No. So, like, with the live show, we'll do some dumb shit here and there. Like, you know, we did an interpretive dance section with, uh, like, streamers on one tour. Then what did we do? Yeah, like, you know, those gymnastic streamers? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, done- we, we we created our own dance moves. We, uh... We've we've What's done it all. The Olympics. <laughs> it's the one ribbon, isn't it? Or is it? It's the it's one. Ribbon. It's the one. We didn't know if it was one or two or what you even what meant to you? do with it. But there was one point where Adam would scull a beer and I'd stream around him and make a spiraling, falling, cascading, um, cascading curtain around him while he necks a beer. And uh, like beautiful stuff, really. It was uh, it was poetry. But like you said, yeah, nothing's really out of bounds in the sense of like gags on stage. Like we have come up with a few concepts that have been far too wild. Which we won't get into. But. Essentially, though, Spinal Tap as fuck is the plan. Yeah, correct. As yeah. Spinal Tap as possible because why not have fun with it? Like, yeah. you know, you're given this stage. You may as well put on a show. And there's nothing wrong with humor. Like, no. I think, you know. Exactly. They're, not, they're not mutually exclusive. They're not, you don't yeah. have to stand up there. I, I can't remember who said it, but someone says, you stand, stand four blokes standing up there in leather jackets with the problem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, as much as I love that as yeah. well. Yeah. But totally. it's also yeah. nice to not have that. Yeah. And I think, you know, we yeah. also kind of got a bit pissed off here and there with DJs that took themselves too seriously in the past. And maybe that's kind of rubbed off on us. And we're like, oh, let's have fun with it. Like, you know, yeah, you can't be totally. mad at it. Well, because you, you have each other, I think. I think maybe totally. I, I, I think this about solitary sports too if you're working on your own or you're playing music on your own well then you might turn into a bit of a knob because no one's next to you to say yeah yeah totally for sure yeah for sure i'm not mentioning any names you do no but you do you do see that a lot with (laughs) solo artists um a lot of them go off the rails or they you know they get super up themselves they just get weird or like the person that's on tour with them 
you know, they know that they're just there because they're paying them to be there or something. Who yeah, knows? and then, then yeah. it becomes well, that like, would happen I am to the power your head. source, yeah. And then yeah. you're the power source and they're the yes man because they don't want to lose their job or, or whatever, you know. Mm. It'll create pro- so many problems for people. Yeah. Because you're in a relationship, really, aren't you? Yeah, totally. It's like a totally. marriage. Is that why you live so far away from each other? Totally. <laughs> That's <laughs> Just it. like a marriage should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> And yeah. what's the deal with those marriages? <laughs> but no, it's it's good because Ruben has always made sure that we stay as grounded as we can. That's definitely Ruben's doing. And I think that's great. Like from the beginning, you know, I remember being like, dude, we got to post this. Like, and he'd be like, just chill. Like, just wait until we put the song out. Like, let the action speak rather than words. And I guess that's kind of carried over into just like, you know, no one's better than the next person. And Is a song just a song or is it all to be a part of an album because it feels to me with streaming that you put a song out there, we listen to it, then we forget all about yeah. it, and then it's another song. Yeah, or it, that's kind of like well, that's what it's like. Net, the, yeah, these yeah. days for sure. But is and that I how mean, you're writing things, or you're not even putting them through those filters? I mean, look, we've like we've sat down and like we've written enough music to you could put it. We could have put out like yeah. four albums by now, but yeah, it needs to be a cohesive body of work that you know that all works together and. With the Picking Duck project thus far, We've it's probably like, got around 300 songs in the vault right now, yeah. which is kind of ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But, but also it, it's you, great because it's like we we can do all we want. Yeah. <laughs> Take a year off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Automatically release them every two and a half months. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. And it's bangers. like, but yeah, it's all about just finding, you know, what feels right, doing what feels right at the end of the day, because we wouldn't want to yeah. put something out unless it was perfect, as far as an album is concerned. So we're not, like, jumping the gun on that. And I as think- much as our sound stays to the core, our tastes are evolving too. And yeah, so- well, it started with Megadeth. Totally. And look where it is now. Yeah, yeah. Where's it going to be? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know. so, uh, Cream Dijon. Cream Dijon. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. That's the dream. That's the dream. Uh, maybe a residency in Las Vegas. In Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Real washed up, bow tie, all dishevelled. <laughs> or or Mariah, Mariah Carey, I saw she got wheeled out on a on a jet ski, like wheeled out on a jet ski. On a jet ski on a stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, with high heels on. That's wow. the dream, guys. Dude, we they, saw her. At they a, wheeled a jet ski onto yeah. the stage. We saw her at an NBA game. And this guy started, remember that? Remember we oh, saw her? yeah. This guy stood up in the she arena. She was like three rows in front of us at the goes, NBA. And he goes, Mariah, Mariah, and just started screaming. So everyone started looking at this guy like, what the f- what's going on with this guy? And then Mariah Carey standing there just going, oh, God, this happens to me everywhere <laughs> oh, I go. <laughs> I'm so sick of this. When this I go to the basketball, why she at the basketball? Dude, you know, you know <laughs> in her rider, I heard, I heard a little yes, word man. on the street I was like that this. on her rider, she can't be in, um, like she has a rule, like all the rooms that she goes into has to be super dim, lit. Yeah. Like what a what a life! Yeah, yeah, it's a good life. Living life on your own terms. Living literally. life dim, dude. <laughs> yeah, just dimmed out all the dim, time. and particular, you know, scented candles. You know, just make life perfect. Yeah, <laughs> make life work around you. Like yeah, you, yeah. Know, you know, create your vibe. There's a man that walks behind her with classical music playing. Oh, great! On the UE bird. On the UE bird. <laughs> Is it you? <laughs> it's me. <laughs> Uh, well, guys, everything you're doing is fantastic. Walking behind her is probably a dream. I don't want to. Oh, of I course, mean, yeah. I'd love to. But no, I love, I love you guys so much. You're so much fun, and it's so nice to watch you keep going, and you're doing what you want to do, and I love that. And and being an introducing podcast, we just want to finish and question without notice. So take your time. But who would you like to introduce us to? Like, is there an artist? Is there a style of music? Is there something that you've seen in Vegas at a residency? I don't know. 
I would say there's a guy, you've probably heard of him. I know you like your rock and roll and you know the Sydney scene quite well. Have you heard of Alex Cameron? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I love Alex Cameron. Yeah. I, think he, I think he's onto something. Alex really Cameron and Donnie Benet. Donnie Benet. <laughs> yes. There's some serious oh, Sydney legends I out love, there. I love, yeah. Right Sydney's now. having a little resurgence. Yeah. Totally, man. About time. You, if you listen to some of these yeah. Alex Cameron songs or Donnie Benet's, I mean, the, the, the lyrics. Clever one of the stuff, lyrics man. in Alex Cameron, I think, was pulling the yoga pants off the single mum or something. Yeah. Was yeah. A nice one. Just peel the gym pants off the <laughs> single mother. <laughs> this. And he goes, yeah. I got shot on by an eagle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's great. I mean, he's got lots of uh, thought-provoking the lyrics. The porn song. What's the porn song? I love that lyric as well. It'll come to oh, me. Far from born again. She's, She's doing porn, porn again. again. Yeah. Perfect way to finish. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Thank you, boys. Thank you, brother. Thank you for having us. Listen.